You are listening to Attention, the audio journal for architecture. This is issue number seven, Detective Work, guest edited by Megan Erdley. This is episode number one, the introduction. My interest in puzzles and detective stories and such has been something that I have grown up with. So escape rooms in the last five years have really risen as a sort of entertainment product. Everything in the room is a clue or a puzzle to be solved. For us, working on detection is always working on two surfaces. One is the surface being detected. And the second territory is the sensor itself. What are the limitations of the sensing? So we often kind of exist on this thin line between detection and no detection. The only thing in this entire arena that makes me think there is truth to certain allegations is the death toll, because you can't deny a dead body. I noticed that much had been made of this notion that I had posed as an architecture student in order to begin to plan the bank robbery, and it's funny when I think about it because That was really just an instinctive response in a kind of moment of crisis. And they saw a fingerprint device in a door. They were shocked to find little flats. And in the one flat, they found figures who they were investigating. If you control the door of a nightclub, you get to control what passes that door. You know, what is the appropriate lens to sort of talk about that, you know, or to use to kind of decolonize or decarceralize space, you know, and, and to really kind of assess you know, all that is insinuated in space from a kind of private security, military, you know, sort of nascent level. The popular appeal of detection has challenged political and aesthetic theorists since the detective story emerged as a genre in the 19th century. Fictional detectives, like Sherlock Holmes and Agatha Christie, are celebrated for their intellectual prowess, astute observations, deductive reasoning, and forensic skill that can identify anything that's been concealed. They approach the radically unknown with an indexical precision to introduce novel ways of treating material and seeing time. They produce evidence that can shore up institutional authority and sometimes challenge it. We don't have to venture far into histories of architecture to see that critics and designers have often played with these tropes and worked to apply them to building practices. In the 20th century, more than one celebrated architect found that acting like a detective could go a long way to justify material preferences, programmatic choices, and questions of style. Today, perhaps, there's a stronger sense that the rules that govern the way we construct and use space are made illegible by the sheer scale of multinational corporations and private security contracts. Architects, historians, and theorists like A.L. Weisman, Laura Kurgan, Ed Eigen, and Sarah Lopez are increasingly thinking about the built environment as a more-than-human witness to state and corporate violence, and investigating the state's investigations. But what quality of time or distance does it take to see criminal intent in routine practices? Does this focus foreclose alternative ways of thinking about detection? How do we best challenge the algorithmic, the automated logic of if-then, that underwrites the architecture of predictive policing, biometric gatekeeping, and expanding forms of surveillance. 
Over the course of this issue, I'll explore these questions with a number of architects, political and aesthetic theorists, and artists and writers who study architecture and make use of detective work in their practices. As we move from designers to users, we'll discuss the meaning of detection at a variety of scales and with a variety of political investments. What connects these different perspectives is not only a concern with the logic of crime and punishment. We'll discuss concerns about architectural authority, evidence, and its capacity to reframe relations of space and time to make visible and sensible forces that shape our world. Each practice discussed in this issue makes clear that detective work in the spatial arts is being undertaken to explore new aesthetic and political investments in what is present and what is possible. You have been listening to Attention, the audio journal for architecture. Issue 7, Detective Work. Guest edited by Megan Erdley. This was episode number one, the introduction. The episode was researched, written, and narrated by Megan Erdley. It was edited by Kurt Gambetta and Joseph Bedford, and produced by Ethan Curtis, Joseph Bedford, and Ariana Karadi. It featured excerpts from Brian Finocchi's original sound piece, Dark Freaks. You can listen to Finocchi's full piece in Episode 7 of this issue. Thanks to the Graham Foundation for Advanced Studies in the Fine Arts for their generous support.